This is an AMI podcast. From our set at the Ontario Science Centre, I'm Kelly McDonald, Ramya Muthan. We're the hosts of Kelly and Company, hanging out here at the CNIB National Braille Conference right here. And uh, it's been a great day. We're on the exhibitor floor, just uh, to the right, actually, of the AMI table, a marketing table. And we've got Humanware. Uh, we've got the CCB Toronto. And I want to say chapter, but that would be exaggerating, Ramya, because... With them is Hands of Fire. There's a few CCB chapters, uh, the Mysteries Group, that are being represented over there. So uh, if you are coming down today or tomorrow, get down here, check things out. uh, And there's lots of activities that uh, CNIB has going on into the evening. And we're promised by the MC, Rhonda Underhill-Gray, that tonight if you're there when they're doing recognition of volunteers, there may be a little something special. Huh. Mm-hmm. Just got to keep posted. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, we wish her a happy birthday and happy anniversary. We understand yes. that as well as a factor today, right? And uh, where is she? Here, doing stuff. So dedication for sure abounds right here at the conference. It's time to check in with one of our community reporters. Usually we are on the line in some form or another with Kim Kilpatrick from Ottawa as we check out things on her beat. But Kim has been put to work here at the conference, is uh, hanging out and enjoying a couple of great days here and uh, taking in a lot of stuff. Hello, Kim. Hello, everybody. Welcome Hi. to the program, of oh, course. It's so nice to be sitting with you in person. I know, it's different. Mm-hmm. Saw you at the hotel this morning. Yeah, yeah and, he tried uh, to me to sell my dog. Yeah. <laughs> she said, what is it? I thought it was a, some crazy sighted person. As opposed to some crazy blind guy. Uh, what was it you said? There's a whole dog convention here. And, and I goes, said, you want to buy some? <laughs> you want to buy one? I said, I already have one. <laughs> and uh, I said, that's yeah. right. They're, they're that's all for Kelly. Sale. I was trying to sell you other people's dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Take yeah. them away. Uh, Kim, uh, we know from having you on the show and getting into a very lengthy conversation uh, before a couple of times and about a passion that you and I both share theater, you're doing some fundraising with your show on November 4th. Yes, November 4th in Montreal at the Seagull Center. Uh, we are doing a fundraiser, which ties in nicely with this conference because uh, some of the benefits will go to a scholarship for Braille Literacy Canada. Nice. Um, so I agreed to do that, and it's a one, one-time performance of Raising Stanley Life with Tulia at 2.30 at the Seagull Center. And if you go to Braille Literacy Canada, blc lbc.ca, you'll find information or on their Facebook and their Twitter feed, you will find about selling the tickets. So we will do the show and then afterwards we'll have like a conversation out in the uh, lobby, but there will be, uh, you know, Braille Braille there and maybe, you know, a few things about Braille too, so that uh, they can find out more about Braille Literacy Canada and uh, about guide dogs and about all of this. So, And I give you a big scoop that I'm performing in here in Toronto in January at the Next Stage Theatre Festival. Whoa. Very cool. Ten shows, I think. Oh, my goodness. What? Uh, yeah, from January 9th to the 20th, I think they are. So at the Factory Theatre. So you heard it here. First. First. Yep. Good. And that's great yeah, because that's then Kim, Kim can come in and co-host the show. <laughs> I can come in. And I'm happy to come in. And it's yeah. winter. I can go back to my hibernation. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, you better come to the show and wow. bring all your But people. the show's really taken off, yeah. Kim. Oh, yeah. We're, I'm kind of shocked a bit. 
I mean, I, you know, I mean, I'm happy because it's a good yeah. show, but I, I feel, you know, it just really has. It just comes so, out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, you go and you do a, a few shows in a row, and then yeah, and before then, you know it, everyone's asking yeah. for you. Yeah, they are asking. I like when people have no idea what you have until it catches fire, yeah. yep. you know, and a lot of time you'll say, well, geez, I still need more work to do when it gets away on you. Yeah. Right. It's yeah, already yeah. up there. It's got its legs and it's running. And you're whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. Let me. Let well, me we are some. we are yeah. fixing it up now um, because uh, there were things about it we didn't love the first time, so we're fixing. Mm-hmm. It. Awesome. 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 Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about an update that you have about using a, an accessible voting machine for the municipal election. Yeah. So I used a really the best accessible voting machine I I've ever used. I would say in our municipal advanced uh, special poll at City Hall. And it was it was so good because when you put your ballot, they put your ballot right into the machine. You use the audio interface with headphones on. You can black the screen. You can check who you voted for. And there's three three things to vote municipally: mayor and councilor and the education um, person. I don't remember the right name for that. Yeah, like the school board. Uh, <laughs> school trustee. board. Yeah, yeah, trustee. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then it confirms it, and then it says printing your ballot, and then it puts the ballot right into the system. So you're not even picking up the ballot and folding it and worrying if you folded it the wrong way. And it said your ballot has been cast successfully. And I will say that that was the best experience I ever had voting, and I told them that. Uh, So you completely didn't have to deal with the paper. Yeah, and they had three uh, things there. They had paddle. It was like a little paddle, and it had buttons on either side. So if you had any dexterity issues, you could use that. And it also had a sip and puff, so Mm -hmm. if you were quadriplegic. So you could plug in the audio interface, and apparently that had low vision features too. And you could plug in the the paddle. And they are hoping that next election they will be everywhere at all uh, polls. Mind you, so far they were just at a few, but I encouraged everybody to use them so that they'll say, oh, yes, we need to have them, you know, everywhere yeah, else we can. because it's easy enough to do. And we've heard as they've gone through the different accessible methods, oh, well, we want to make sure this is everywhere, and this has been an ongoing process, but we are hearing more of the conversation and people like you getting out there, Kim, and, mm-hmm. and testing it and saying, this works. Come yeah, on, let's, let's move it forward now. LRT has been delayed. I know we keep talking about LRT. It's been delayed. <laughs> we don't know till when, so it's 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 really uh, not coming anytime. Is that kind of like the Kitchener situation where it's <laughs> the guess. Bombardier I don't cars know. and no, stuff No, it's like the that company now? digging the tunnels or oh, something. Oh, the, the work itself. Yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. So we don't know. There are trains moving up and down these tunnels, but uh, when I went into that emergency evacuation thing that I talked about last time on the show... There were uh, places you couldn't walk in the station because there were still no tiles there, and there were there were things going on. So, so let's knows? talk quickly about your presentation and other things you're looking forward to dealing with, doing here, yeah. and really taking advantage of this wonderful conference. Oh, I love this conference. I've been to several really great workshops already today, and I just love there's everyone so passionate about Braille. I used Ira uh, um, a few minutes ago to go around the exhibits your and actually time, to find right? you guys. Yeah. yeah, and it was really great. Uh, you know, they would tell me what was on my left, what was on my right, and I just really liked that very much. Um, I'm doing a presentation tomorrow morning about um, iOS and Braille, so um, le- using Braille with an iPhone, mm. really, and and how to make the most of that. So, yeah. and but I'm just, and I'm also on the tech panel tomorrow at four. So, how but many I, of you are on that? I don't know. Okay, because I'm, I'm hoping to take that in, and we've been having that discussion about using. 
you know, like how great is it? And, and Bill Shackleton, when he's here on the program tomorrow, we're going to just quickly touch on it, how he loves the fact that he can pick up his iPhone, do yeah. Braille. Could you imagine Brailing back in school <laughs> and yep. having it just come out in print? No, no. You and know, it's where so, you could read it so and they great. could. And, and I know some people that are deafblind that will text in a store and then they'll pass their phone, you know, to somebody. Yes. And, and they'll have a Braille display and they'll, they'll, they'll read what the other person said. And, I, and even as rewarding as it is for me, I can just hardly imagine someone that, you know, that has trouble communicating in a Or it's potentially their only wow. choice. Uh, I just feel it. it's yeah. just amazing. And I really feel that um, they asked me this morning when I was on Live 5, you know, is Braille dead? You know, all this whole thing about Braille dead and people say it is. Yep, we just talked about it. Absolutely yeah. not. No. And, and it's even growing more. Oh, yeah. Because of the, partly because of, I think, the low-cost Braille displays coming up and Braille screen input, which I love to use on my, on my iPhone. And just everything that uh, is happening in the world with narrator and has Braille support now and even all the free, you know, the free screen readers. Yep. And it's just... It's coming up. As long as all the big entities take the integration into consideration and and make Braille a part of the accessibility that they offer, you know, as soon as you have someone like Apple coming on board, then you know that Braille is not dead. Yeah, and they they really try. And Microsoft is really coming on with Narrator. Mm -hmm. I've tried Braille support with Narrator. It's working really quite well. So that's the built-in screen reader. And apparently in the newer update, you'll be able to plug your Braille display in and you'll be able to just... Braille and and uh, and read Braille and all of that. So, really, and with the Orbit and the Braille Me and the low cost displays, then it will be more affordable to more people. And exactly. there will be. Decker oh, showed yeah. me the Braille Me and sold me. Like well, it's, it's I want to totally see it. Well, really? Oh yeah, yeah, see it when you go grab his. It's uh, I, I was. Really <laughs> I'm gonna impressed. go grab his. Yeah. Um, see, the feeling that I had was definitely uh, there was a huge decline in usage of braille it was cumbersome it was time and technology has pulled it right back yep. to yeah, where people exactly. can say i can do what i we all have our ways of learning and things yes. we prefer and braille for many people i know that's their preferred method of learning yeah, yeah. and now the technology is catching up and yeah. i think our apple our our google everybody's starting to say yeah, or Microsoft. We need to do this it. is easy to do now that Google's we've done it. Google's the furthest behind, and yeah, I don't are. know why talk, Brailleback is is terrible compared to the others. And I really hope they get on the bandwagon. Well, they will. They will have to. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> and, and the ease of it, like once all yeah. the sharing that goes on, or when somebody, I mean, the the Braille me, when you see that they saw Orbit and stuff like that, and say, well, you produce that, and for that price, you're selling. Well, we can produce something that does a little this, a little exactly. that, and keep I it know. in the same price. And if you could make a one that you say, like a custom-made one, like some people want more cells or less cells, yeah. or some people want yeah. cursor routing and some people don't. And, you know, like if you could make one for each person with, you know, plug-and-play sort of things, right. where if I said I want 40 cells and someone wants 10 cells, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, and for, for radio and for this show, I don't, I'm not reading Braille right now, but usually I read Bryn Braille when I'm on with you or, or when I'm doing my radio show and... I can't imagine uh, doing those things without without my Braille, really. Hmm. Uh, that's what sort of the Braille me made me think the other day, how I could, you know, I see people using um, Zoom text and JAWS. So I thought, oh, geez, man, I wonder if I should use JAWS and you know, some Braille for that, for those words as I'm scrolling down. What the and heck names, was that? Yeah. Kelly, that's names. the best thing, right? Yep. You want to make sure you spell the person's name correctly. Exactly. Oh, and, and you just it. Well, the spelling in general, yeah. right? Like you yeah. always, if you're just using screen reader and never checking spelling, you're wow. potentially <laughs> not oh. spelling Kim, as much. Kim, when you wrote Braille and just said, 
I hope that's the way it's spelled because there was no and spell you, check. And you had to rub it out with exactly. that stupid big erase. Oh, good grief. <laughs> you remember and our classrooms, Kelly, with, with 25 Perkins going all yes, at once? No- and then when you rub things out, it was that stylus kind of rubber <laughs> yeah, that, and, or uh, a wooden, big wooden, wooden thing, thing, the dowel that was shaved <laughs> off, looked like an upside-down bowling pin, <laughs> and, you could, and you go through the paper sometimes. And you couldn't find where to rub it out because that no. was really made for sighted people. Well, and that's oh. it. And it would be Just in your way. Just your nails to it. Yeah, that's what we'd end up doing. <laughs> And, take then, your nails, dude. and then be dumb enough to back up and try fix it, railing in the same soft spot again. And you make a big hole in, yeah. in the page. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, it's changed. You know, it's changed so much. And I think this has made a real um, revitalization. And and you can tell because this conference, they, they had sent me an email last week to say that it was totally sold out. So you really can tell. And it's nice to have it in a commercial um, place like the Science Center where... Mm-hmm. You know, maybe if they have it here again, they could do an exhibit on Braille in the main, you know, in the main exhibit place and, you know, do things to coincide with yeah. it. But, yeah. Yeah. I find it pretty nice, pretty easy to get around in here. It's yeah. comfortable enough. Um, there's a lot around, a lot of free space and, and the food, a lot of help too. Yeah, a lot <laughs> of volunteers, beautiful. they were just waiting by the side of the, yeah. the side of the road and, and it help you go in and help you go out and... And I felt kind of bad because when I was using Ira, there was a volunteer that also was going to try to help me, but I, <laughs> I didn't take them on. Well, Aww. we thank you, Kim, for making time. We'll see you tomorrow. We're going to get you on the roundtable with us before you do the big uh, panel at 4 oh, o'clock. Oh, I'd love we'll to be on, on the, the roundtable. That's been my life's ambition. Uh, of course it has. <laughs> see? Let's uh, keep that uh, audio clip, will we? Yeah, right. Uh, we'll bring her back tomorrow. We're going to uh, take a break, and we're going to get into a little touchy-feely next in the segment as we get our get to put our hands of some other technologies that are here. Uh, Kim Kilpatrick, our community reporter, joins us once a month right here on Kelly and Company. We do the community reporter report on Tuesdays and Thursdays. This AMI-audio live presentation will return in a moment. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. 
The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.